Let me start with a topic that is not easy to talk about, not comfortable, um, but it is rampant in our culture and it is destroying lives, and that's pornography. It destroys our young men. It destroys later our young women, marriages, families. It is, it is, it wires your brain in a way that only heroin does. Uh, You may have experienced it in your life, uh, seen it in the life of somebody that you love. There's a victory app by Covenant Eyes that can help if you or somebody you know is in this spiral. It is a powerful tool for Christians who are serious and want to quit porn for good. It's kind of the AA for porn. Um, It's a way for you to never start it, or it is also a way to quit. Once you've installed the Victory app on your devices, it will run silently in the background and you choose a person that it'll notify if you're choosing online behavior doesn't match your your goals. Recovery from addiction is a journey. You can get started on the path to recovery right now. CovenantEyes.com slash Glenn. 30 days free now. CovenantEyes.com slash Glenn. Last night, I did a uh, show, a special, our Wednesday night special on Blaze TV about top-down, bottom-up, inside-out, and cloward and pivot. If you know these, I want to give you a refresher. If you don't know these, your whole world is about to change. If you don't know what those two things are, you will understand what's happening in, in ways that I can't even describe because I know these things and as I went over it and I now look at the news again, it is so clear on what is happening and it's essential for those who want to save the Republic. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. If you want to save the life that we all live, you need to understand these two things and I'm gonna show it to you in real time beginning in 60 seconds. First. There's a few things that you have to preserve. We have to preserve our family, our rights to our children. We have to preserve uh, our, our, our money, quite honestly. Money, food, shelter, energy, water. Lear Capital can help you with one of those things. Right now, if you look at what is happening, Uh, This is all a juiced up economy Uh, and you know it because you're still paying for prices for groceries and rent or mortgage that you never thought you'd be able to pay and you're probably on the edge now. 
if you have an IRA, please protect it from the storm because a big storm is coming and Lear Capital can help you do that. Are you prepared with your family when the structure falls apart? $3 billion in trusted transactions of gold and silver with Lear Capital, thousands of five-star reviews, and a 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. Lear is the precious metals leader that you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guide. I'm not asking you to buy anything. I want you just to go get the information. A wealth protection guide, you'll get it for free. And if you decide to buy, Lear will credit your account $250 towards your purchase because you're a listener of mine. Call now, 800-889-3070. 800-889-3070. It's Lear Capital. All right, so there's a couple of things uh, that you need to understand. One of them is color revolution and how color revolutions work. We've done several shows on this, especially around 2020. Um, I'm not going to get into it today, but we will probably come back to that at some point because there are what we are following well-known plans to collapse a country into a new system. There's two theories that I want to talk to you about today, top down, bottom up and inside out. I've talked about it forever. In case you've heard me say that and you don't know what it means, this is the playbook for fundamental transformation. Okay. Let me explain it and break it down. Top down. That's when the government is infiltrated by legal insurgents. You voted for them. They were voted into power by somebody. This is when the, ra- the radicals become policymakers. Now, here's why this is so dangerous the way our system is running right now. <clears throat> we used to have protections against these things. You would have to be voted in, and then you would have to you know, pass radical bills. And they used to have to do it by changing the names of the bill, the Patriot Act. You're not a patriot unless you sign this. And it was effective, but it wasn't effective enough. And so when the radicals got in, uh, in Congress, it still didn't move things fast enough. So you needed to put them into the agencies, the agencies, Department of Education, Department of uh, Health and Housing, Department of, uh, uh, you know, the Interior, all of these things, the EPA, those are all appointed. They're never voted on. So they're appointed. Now, when you are president, you come in and you have to appoint 4,000 people. 4,000 people. Every president has to appoint. But there's like hundreds of thousands of people that work for the government. But 4,000 every four years or every eight years. In those 4,000 positions, you can put radicals in there and nobody pays attention. Once they get control of the agencies, I want you to begin to watch the language carefully on what people are doing. For instance, America was talking about a border deal, right? America was talking and wanting Congress to pass a deal to shut the border down until we got a handle on it, correct? That's not what the White House was talking about. 
And that's not what Chuck Schumer and others were talking about, including Mitch McConnell. They were talking about a comprehensive immigration package. It wasn't even about the border, really. It was about what are we going to do with the people who are here? Are we going to give them citizenship, et cetera, et cetera? N- no. So just by changing the language, does that sound familiar? Do, is anybody changing the language? Just by changing the language, you think we're working on a border deal. You know, it, we were going we to close the border, but the Republicans shuttle, uh, you know, scuttled it. No, no, they didn't. Yes, there were some things in there about the border that were unacceptable. However, it's all the rest of the stuff that went with it. Then you hear stories about um, no longer do you hear uh, Congress has made a new law. You hear the such and such agency has released new guidelines. This is how top-down works today. They've put these people into radicals, into positions where you don't know their name, you don't know their job, you know the umbrella of the agency. And Congress has allowed them to release new guidelines, which in the old-timey days were called making laws. So you have the radicals that are doing all of this and they are just pushing down and making things oppressive. Would you agree with that? Then you have the bottom up. This is where the radicals in government work in parallel with the radicals on the streets. Radical policy always butts up against the Constitution and the Constitution is a roadblock. But when the activists hit the streets, radical change is possible. So that's why they keep saying, you know, this this extreme Supreme Court, we've got to pack the court. We've got to pack the court. It's why they keep saying, you know, it's Christian nationalism. This is one reason. We'll get into the other reason a few days later. Um, But that's why they keep saying these things. To get people on the streets and make it okay for their radicals, BLM, Antifa, to rise up. Then the radicals again at the top start to do things and change laws, not actually changing it, just releasing new guidelines that maybe cut down on our police. Or you get radicals in the attorney general's office or the DA, and they decide, you know what, we're not going to prosecute anymore. It's not a law. It's not a law. They've just changed the guidelines. The job of the attorney general The job of the uh, DA is to enforce and try the laws. What happens when they just change a guideline and say, yeah, we're not going to do that. It requires you to stand up. Because you're the only safety check left. So they start making different guidelines and now crime is out of control. They start spending money, but they're not spending it through Congress. Congress is the place constitutionally where every bit of spending must start. It must. Otherwise, you're spending money that you don't have the right to spend. 
but they're not spending it that way. How, how is it the president can just say, yeah, I just gave him another $20 billion. Yeah, uh, I, just, I just relieved some more student loan. From, from where? From what money? How did you get that money? Where? How are you doing that? And they're doing it time and time again, even against the Supreme Court. So the bottom top comes down, bottom comes up, and they hit the streets. Because of the conflict there, remember, you're in the middle. Because of the conflict there, all of a sudden, all of society turns inside out. And you're left in the middle. And what happens is, as it gets worse and worse and worse, you get more and more tired until you just give up and say, somebody make it stop. That's what they're trying to get you to say. Somebody just make this stop. And that's when fundamental transformation is completed. Let me give you an example. This is how the Soviets turned Czechoslovakia from capitalist to communist in three years in 1948. Czechoslovakia was a very against the Soviets, very against communism. The treaty that we had at the end of the war was that the USSR could not just cross the border and take over more countries. Okay, You got your countries. You don't have Czechoslovakia. It is free and independent. And you cannot go in unless invited. I find this so fascinating because it's really kind of the same with Satan, isn't it? Well, I, I know it is, on, at least with Hocus Pocus and the witches, you have to invite them. So what happened? Czechoslovakia was doing fine. The Soviet Union, in cahoots with the communists in Czechoslovakia, got a bunch of people elected, radicals that were pretending to be not as radical, they got them elected in key places. Then they started to do exactly what's happening here. And there was chaos on the streets. The, uh, the radicals could, um, you know, just change some guidelines and policies, which allowed the radicals on the street to go unchecked like Antifa here. It got so bad that finally the people said, somebody make it stop. And they went to the government not knowing that the government was now in cahoots with a different plan entirely. And so the government said, you're right, we need to make this stop. We can't do it on our own. Soviets, can you help us? The tanks were already at the border. That's how they changed a capitalist country into a communist country in three years. It's all in a book called And Not a Shot Fired. <clears throat> it was um, a member of the Czechoslovakian Communist Party revealed all of this. Uh, you should see if you can find it. But think about how the left has treated the organizations like Occupy Wall Street. Why did Occupy Wall Street just go away? What happened there? It just stopped. And we were all happy that it stopped. So nobody really questioned. What happened to Occupy Wall Street. Isn't it interesting that the end of Occupy Wall Street 
is the beginning of the huge corporate donations going to leftist causes. Is it possible that a deal was brokered by Wall Street and giant businesses? Leave us alone and we'll contribute to your radical causes. Can't prove that, but I bet it's a probably a pretty good guess. Next, when I come back, I want to talk to you about the intimidation that happens, and then Cloward and Piven. And then I will show you Cloward and Piven happening right now. It's a strategy that I brought up. It was from the 60s. I brought it up 2008, 9, 10. Mocked. Ridiculed. But you will see it in every aspect of this nation right now. Continue in a minute. First, Cindy wrote in about a dog's experience with rough greens. She said, my Roxy is a 14-year-old mini schnauzer. For years, I had to get on the floor with her with the food to pretend I was eating it. Now, I didn't do that, but I did hand feed Uno for a while. After about 30 minutes, she'd start. 30 minutes? Oh, Cindy. That's a problem. Imagine being on the ground for 30 minutes trying to... You know, just pretend you're eating so your dog... Would you do that, Stu? Eventually, they get hungry enough. Yeah, that's exactly they, they, what I was saying. Walk over there and eat out yep. of the bowl. Yeah. Sorry. It's right here, buddy. It's mm-hmm. right here. Anyway, she said, I heard about Rough Greens on your show. Decided to give it a try. What a difference. Maybe that's a better approach than yeah. just the suck it up and, yeah. and eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it isn't a dog food. It's a supplement uh, developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog food. I had kind of a similar problem as Cindy with Uno. And all I wanted him to do was eat. And he said, the doctor, Dennis Black, he said, Glenn, this, this will change your world. And it did. And then it changed my dog's world because after I feed him this, over a few weeks and months, I noticed a massive change in his health. Massive. His activity. Uh, he was up like a puppy again. Rough Greens would like to send you a first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. You can get it at Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, RoughGreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so... In this in this book, I was telling you about not a shot fired. Uh, they talk about how this worked. Okay, this was an internal document, finally found and released. Quote: uh, The bottom up, they systematically support the revolutions in the organs of power, and enhances their strength and makes up for their numerical weaknesses. What does that mean? That means the radicals in position in the government, they make up for the lack of numbers and support on the street. They encourage it. And you're seeing that even with social media. Remember, Black Lives Matter was not trending. What happened? A phone call came in. Twitter said, 
well, it's just not trending. It's not trend. Make it trend. And they did. And it took off. Okay? The, it creates the illusion that you're surrounded. <clears throat> they realize that they're the minority. But for fundamental change to happen, they have to puff themselves up. It has to, they, it has to appear that they have the will of the entire country. This is why when we started the uh, 912 project, I said, you are not alone. You have to know that you outnumber them and it doesn't feel that way anymore unless you travel the country and you go from town to town to town and you just talk to people. Then you realize we're not that different. We're not surrounded by the radicals. If they can make you feel alone and they have the top and the bottom, that's when constitutions are changed. Okay. Now, they need to do that through intimidation. How many of us still feel comfortable expressing our First Amendment rights? And not necessarily because of government, but indeed because of government. We, we know through the Twitter files that the government is involved. We know from whistleblower after whistleblower after whistleblower, the United States government and the Pentagon, our intelligence agencies, and the intelligence and military agencies of five eyes are all working together to, quote, save democracy by quelling you, by making sure that you don't do what Brexit did, Or you don't do what Trump did. You can't break up the international order. You can't go a different way. If all of the countries in Europe want to be their go their own way, then what happens to the IMF? Who is paying? Who's paying for all of this? What's happening? You've got to have a military might that holds everybody to this economic system until it can be broken up and rescaled the way they want it. All right. <clears throat> Any of this sounding familiar? Culture wars, discrediting churches, unions, universities, political parties, businesses. Do you have faith in any of these things? This was the 1940s version. Now, let me tell you the 1960s and today, next. Glenn Beck. Do you know how many problems we face in this country that could be solved overnight if we had a government that just used common sense? Just everything they did. Is this good for the American people? Does this support and defend the Constitution? Really, we fix most of our problems with that. Our government loves chaos right now, uh, and that's why companies like My Patriot Supply are so important. Um, we are headed for trouble, and I want you to be prepared. Food, water, energy. You got to have your handle around that. I'm going to talk to the cyber expert here at the top of the hour. There's been a big outage of most of the big cell phones services overnight. Uh, They say it wasn't a cyber attack, but there was a big cyber attack that was happening in Israel yesterday, and it did come from Iran. 
please call my Patriot Supply. Get online right now. Stock up on all the foods your family needs. Four-week emergency food kit, 60 bucks up. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. And you can check out Glenn's show from last night, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code free speech. You will save 30% off Blaze TV. I'm going to jam a lot of information in the next few minutes. So, see... I'm going to make, try to make it easy for you to follow. In the late 1960s, there was an article that was published in The Nation by two socialists named Richard Andrew Cloward and his wife, Frances Fox Piven. The LBJ new state, the welfare state, had just been passed. And so the nation, public, uh, um, the nation published this uh, article from Cloward and Piven. It was a strategy using the Saul Alinsky rule, uh, make, make the enemy live up to their own book of rules. The welfare state was now the book of rules. So Cloward and Piven decided we can launch a campaign. They wanted to try to collapse New York City, and they did. They launched a campaign to overwhelm and collapse the system through government welfare programs. It involved, quote, a massive drive to recruit the poor onto the welfare rolls. Under this strategy, welfare was a Trojan horse to make the entire system overwhelm and collapse. More, the more people that got onto welfare, the state economy would buckle under the strain. The welfare state was now being ordered from the top down, but Cloward and Piven said bottom up, and it could be led by, quote, demonstrated, uh, demonstrations and cadres of aggressive organizers. Don't you think that's what we have? Now, that was in the 1960s. <clears throat> I pointed this out and everybody said, oh, she was just a little old grandmother. You know, he's dead. She's not making any impact. But however, once I stopped talking about her in 2020, just before the election, the New York Times said, uh, Francis Fox Piven has become the intellectual guru of activist progressives. What is she preaching? Is it anything new? It said, quote, she's trying to work with uh, saying that uh, working within the system is terribly misplaced. Ms. Piven argues since it's rigged by the elites against the poor, what's needed is a sense of crisis that will force change. Okay. Now, it began with welfare, but it's now everywhere. By the way, uh, do you remember the National Voter Registration Act of 1993? Bill Clinton signed in. Do you know who came up with that? Cloward and Piven. It eliminated the controls on voter fraud. It made it easier for voters to register, but difficult to determine validity. Uh, examiners were under orders not to ask anyone for identification or proof of citizenship. And it started with the mailing of voter registrations, enabling anyone to register without personal contact with a registrar or an official. Okay. Any of this sound like it's going to lead up to an overwhelming of the system because it has. But listen to this. Cloward and Piven 
They were looking at just a couple of things. But this strategy now has been used all across the spectrum of American society. You feel a little overwhelmed with everything that's going on with your schools? Do you feel a little overwhelmed by what's being shoveled at you in the news? Do you feel a little overwhelmed when you go to pay your rent, pay your bills at the end of the month? Do you feel a little overwhelmed when you are looking at your job, your income, price of inflation? Do you feel a little overwhelmed with your debt? How about the nation's debt? The U.S. national debt is now on pace to top $54 trillion in the next 10 years. Everyone, including the optimistic Congressional Budget Office, says it's not sustainable. Americans can't afford groceries, but the government says it's not our fault. It's the grocery stores. Record number of Americans can no longer pay their rent. But will government alter its fiscal policies? No. In fact, they've doubled down. You remember the Cloward's Piven strategy, push it to the brink, watch it collapse. So how do you do that with welfare? Well, Biden has not changed the law. His administration has just issued new guidelines for Medicaid. Medicaid, Medicaid, medicine, Medicaid now includes cover for rent, utility, and food. It's becoming universal basic income. I showed you record amounts of Americans can no longer pay for groceries and rent. Now Medicaid's going to take all of that on and increase the debt. Keep looking through this lens and re-examine what's happening at our border. 2023, worst year for illegal immigration ever. 10 million Americans, or sorry, 10 million foreigners, we don't know who they are. All across, they, they equal the size of a state now that is bigger than 38 of the 50 states. Nobody's doing anything. In fact, the new Biden policy is release them. ICE circulated a plan uh, to continue to release, just release them. No, no, we don't even have to track them anymore. Just release them. Now, I want you to know 59% of non-citizen households that we know of, this includes illegals, are drawing on government welfare. You are paying for them. 22% are just taking direct cash 42% are using welfare food programs, 42% using Medicaid, which now includes rent and housing. Hmm. Now, let me just give you some of the headlines in the news. With that in mind, Biden administration continues to ignore the Supreme Court ruling. They just wiped out another $1.2 billion in student loan. Supreme Court said they can't do it. They're doing it anyway. Why? Well, they want the votes. Is that what it is? Hochul, listen to this phrasing. New York, quote, is absolutely overwhelmed by illegals. We need a break. We are at a breaking point. Hmm. Denver schools facing unprecedented challenges with influx of migrant students. Interest on the national debt 
is now exceeding our entire defense budget. Interest on the money we've borrowed is now a bigger payment than our entire war machine. Why won't they stop it? Well, shut down, slow down. The showdown now between the Freedom Caucus and Republicans and Democrats give Johnson terms for a spending fight. Radicalized conservatives say they've got to rein in spending. Nobody's even willing to point out what I just said. The interest alone. Who is paying for all of these migrants? I showed you yesterday. One. One hotel in New York, one, is costing us $7.2 million every month. Here's, here's a shock. California Legislative Analyst Office Tuesday increased this year's projected state budget shortfall to $73 billion. Now, remember... They just released this a couple of months ago and said, oh, it's not so bad. Now they've doubled the debt for the year to $73 billion. He projected $38 billion last month. Why? Well, the stock market's going up, but we're just not collecting enough taxes on that. Really? Is it that? Is it that? They've decided they're going to cut, you ready? Money that hasn't yet been dispersed for wildfire resilience, flood control, and IT overhaul for the unemployment benefit system, which scammers pilfered tens of billions of dollars from it in the last four years. You're going to do that and what? Maybe have another... Needle handout program? What? How about we study more transgender things for the schools? Meanwhile, while that's going on, California uh, Democrats are introducing a bill to divert the surplus funds. To reparations. Why would we be talking about reparations at this point? Oh, you know what? It would overwhelm the system, wouldn't it? Most Americans are now spending 11.3 of their income on food. The last time that happened was during the Gulf War. And try this from the New York Post. World Bank president said when it comes to a country's in over indebtedness, the foremost dangerous words are this time it's different. But it's not different. It's not only a single major country with troubling debt. Each of the world's major economies has a serious debt problem caused by too many years of irresponsible budget policies and zero interest rates. And it could make it all the more difficult to avoid a recession and renewed financial straight, uh, strain at home. All Western countries are in our position, many of them worse. Why are we spending all of this money? 
Why have we given Ukraine more than it took in inflation-adjusted dollars than it took to rebuild Europe under the Marshall Plan? Why have we just given that money to them? Cloward and Piven. This is why nothing will be done at the border. This is why nothing will be done about mail-in ballots. The excuse is, well, we don't have the we don't have the results overnight like we used to because, well, all of the mail-in ballots and it's just a little overwhelmed. Oh, it, the system's been overwhelmed. Hmm. I hope that helps you understand your world a little bit better. Give a man a pair of slippers and he'll be a couch potato all day long. Yeah. But why, why give a pair of my slippers from my pillow? Well, I'll tell you, in, in my life, uh, I'm doing a radio show and oh, I have to walk from the car into here. Stu, you do that too. I mean, it's a I, it's a hard day. I do get some of the interns to carry me at times. <laughs> do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. good. The little well, people. Uh, the point is, honey, you can keep sending me slippers for gifts. I love it. Mm. Uh, the My Slipper has great sale on right now. Fifty percent off the My Pillow Two or fifty percent off their new flannel sheets or uh, their six pack towel sets going for twenty nine ninety eight. You don't have to be a couch potato for the slippers, man. I, I mean, I do a national radio show, man. I'm busting my ass in my slippers. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of their free shipping, especially on larger items such as mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, and on sale now for $99.98. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, dog beds, blankets, so much more. Promo code BECK. Find the offer at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out everything I've mentioned and more on sale right now. Promo code BECK, 800-966-3117. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. As I pointed out yesterday, you're watching the blaze. You can hear it if you're listening. That's a horse on the highway. Meaning, ah, things are happening all the time that I've never seen before. None of this is normal. <clears throat> you know, you go through all of this, overwhelming the system. Isn't it amazing that we didn't have a fight in Congress over Medicaid now taking food and housing? That, that wasn't part of it. When did we have that debate? We didn't because of the administrative state. You just take it. Oh, oh, okay. That's the way it's happening with everything now. That is called a dictatorship or an administrative state, not a constitutional republic. And the way they've done this incrementally, I mean, just look how it all works. It's really smart. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's honestly, brilliant. it really is. I mean, you, you take something like Medicaid that people agree, okay, you know, poor people yeah. need help with health insurance. All right. You know, sure. Mm -hmm. And then you add in all these other things. You're basically turning into a universal basic income. I mean, like the minimum wage is a great example of that. And we do have debates over that. But like, here's a policy that's really popular, generally speaking. People think the minimum wage should be higher because people are nice. 
right? Mm-hmm. They're like, ah, oh, people who do, you know don't yeah. make a lot of money should make a little bit more. Okay, sure. And so they they adopt that, and it has an eighty percent approval rating, and they keep ra- raising it and raising it and raising it. When when they first said fifteen dollars an hour, it seemed completely insane. Insane. And I remember sitting in this room talking about it as insane. So it wasn't that long ago. No, we haven't been in the we, studio that many years. And we said to each other at the time, jokingly, "Why not just make it fifty? Why not make it fifty? Why well, not make it a hundred? They just proposed making it fifty. Now that if you're working a forty-hour work week, that's a hundred and four thousand dollar job." $104,000 a year. That's not minimum wage. So two things happen there. One, mm-hmm. if you have to pay all your minimum wage employees $100,000 a year, business owners either quit or are making, they're taking away from the evil rich business owners right. and executives in the company right. and redistributing the wealth. Right. Does that sound like a goal you've ever heard yeah. of before? And you do that through a policy that has 80% approval rating instead of one that has 30% or 20% like And you do it through the administrative does. state. And by the mm-hmm. way, then you get Medicaid to also cover your housing and and your food, why even work? Well, that's the thing. Why because, work? of course, when you raise the, the minimum wage like this, a lot of these minimum wage jobs just get eliminated, right? Mm-hmm. AI steps in, automation Correct. steps in. So then those people are now dependent on the government. and They, they need a universal basic income. And they get a universal basic Medicaid. income. And, and then you're basically at home just, you know, just doing drugs way. to get yourself through the day. They start just, you know, harvesting you for organs, and it's the wait, Matrix. Wait, that's that's the end of the story. That's how... There's a horse on the highway! (laughs) The Glenn Beck Program. Owning a dog is an awful lot of responsibility. How many dogs do you have? No, still. I have two. Two dogs. Piper and Ivy. Oh, Piper. Good old Piper. Piper. Piper's getting a little bit on the older side, oh, you know. I Uno, mean, gosh. Uno can't walk down the stairs in the front door anymore. Oh, really? Like, oh, it's crushing. That is tough, man, <sighs> with dogs. But you know, you, you just kind of give them the best life you can for as long as you can. Right. And the bigger dogs don't live as long. No. Look, I want my dog to live as long as possible, but I want him to feel good as well. And I'm telling you, I really think he's lived longer and healthier. I know it for a fact than any of our dogs. All of our dogs, you know, they're German Shepherds and they've all had hip problems. He has lasted so much longer. And I, I really credit uh, Rough Greens from Dr. Dennis Black. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all the good stuff your dog needs. You sprinkle it on their food and they love it. At least my dog does. Try the free trial bag. See if your dog loves it. Um, roughgreens.com. You just pay for shipping for that first free trial bag. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. It's 833-GLEN-33. Link has linked the eagle 
has landed on man and machine and the merging. We'll talk about that and so much more in 60 seconds. To shoot or not to shoot? That is the question that you might have to ask quickly. Believe it or not, in, in a lot of emergency situations where you need to protect yourself and your family, that is the question. Not everything is cut and dried. It's it, You're armed with a gun. That's great. But you don't have a lot of choices available to you. I have guns and I also have, well, I did before the tragic boating accident. Man, would you remind me? I got to call my sheriff's office and report that. You're also a terrible boatsman. Well, I never claimed to be good at boating. That's true. You're yeah. very bad at boating. I, everything tips in. Yeah, well, it's, the, I mean, you got this thing floating on water. Things that are heavy on water, I think, sink. I'm for global warming because I'd like that lake to drain out a little bit. You I know what I mean? Find all your stuff so I can down there. find all my yeah. stuff there. But anyway, um, the Berna launcher is something that I have. It's a great complement to your firearms, and it is something that I gave to my wife uh, and my son and my daughters. They have a Berna launcher now. It looks like a gun, but I have one daughter who just doesn't like guns at all. She just doesn't want to be around them. Okay. This is a powerful deterrent. It has tear gas and kinetic rounds that really hurt, and the tear gas will incapacitate uh, the would-be attacker for up to 40 minutes. Visit Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Berna.com slash Glenn, proudly made in America, manufactured in one of my favorite places, Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's Berna.com slash Glenn. So the website Down Detector detected a surge in outage reports from users at AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Customer Cellular, Boost Mobile, U.S. Cellular, and Straight Talk. <clears throat> that uh, the... Um, Reports of the system being down or outages began at 3.45 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, The outages have been reported across uh, many major U.S. cities. It looks like uh, that it is back up. I'm not sure. They say they don't think this was a cyber attack, but how did all of them go down at the same time? I mean, that's kind of weird. Uh, Yesterday, uh, Israel had a cyber attack. Uh, It was from Iran, the Israelis say, uh, and it was an attack on their cell phone services. So quite a coincidence, but let's not jump to any conclusions. Let's see what what actually happened. Uh, Cyber attacks are going to happen. At some point soon, we will have cyber attacks, and it will leave you vulnerable if that's what you depend on. Um, We are becoming more and more uh, a society that is connected in all things and absolutely incapable of doing any things without our electronics. We hit a milestone yesterday. This is truly like landing a man on the moon, I think. Um, this This is the first real... Uh, merging of man and machine, I think. I mean, we've had the electronic, you know, the bionic arms and things like that. But this is in your mind. It's Neuralink. Elon Musk came, <clears throat> came up with it. And it is really tempting um, because this is, you know, th- th- this will be great to some degree. 
you'll be able to access information and have the whole internet in your head. You want to speak French? Okay. Downloaded. Got it. I mean, it is really, isn't that the Matrix? Yeah, the Matrix, that, yeah, too. Right? Matrix. We're turning into the Matrix. That's the theme of the show today. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that is now the beginnings of that happened uh, and was announced yesterday. Elon Musk said Neuralink is active in the first person to have one of the chips implanted in their brain. They have seemingly made a full recovery, uh, we, you know, so far. We don't know what the effects of this are or will be, um, but uh, Ma said the patient can now move the mouse around a screen just by thinking. So he is Bluetoothed himself to the screen. Crazy. Huh? I, it's incredible that they can do that. And, you know, also you look at the way Elon Musk does business. This is a lot of what he does, which is a lot of kind of just let's try it. Like there's a lot of like, hey, he let's said, give it a whirl. He said, I think yesterday or earlier this week that he had plans by 2029 to have a million people on Mars. And when I heard that, I thought there's no, oh, it's Elon Musk. Maybe. It, well, yeah. And then this is his goal with all of this stuff. I know. Uh, the The... I mean, he has, a, I think it's is it a T-shirt or something he wears that says Occupy Mars. Like, he, this is like the central idea of his life. Because, and this is part of it. Neuralink is part of it. He believes that we are on such a dystopian track right now that because of global warming, but also because of AI, he believes AI is just as dangerous as global warming. He believes we cannot compete with AI, uh, unless we can merge with it, okay? Because it will be operating at such high speeds. We don't have the processing capabilities for the speeds. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like dogs, you know, dog life, seven years is one year for us. Uh, it's like one year is like a thousand years for AI. So it's moving at such a rapid speed, we won't be able to keep up. So he believes that we need to be able to merge with the machine until we can get off this planet. I don't think he'll be taking Neuralink with him, or maybe he just thinks we won't have access to this AI on Mars. Uh, but that's really what is, is driving him, driving his whole life. Really, really hard, because I know it feels creepy and there are risks and, and, and all of that, but it's like, it's really, really hard to, to think about telling someone who's paralyzed that, nah, yeah, we, we could, we could make you move, but we, we don't want to pursue that technology. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's such incredible technology and, and for all of the other stuff that he's done, which is really impressive. I mean, Elon Musk is an impressive dude, space travel, you know, uh, uh the electric car stuff. I mean, I don't, care about the electric car stuff that much but it's still really impressive what he's been able to do everyone basically said you couldn't do it and no other company has been able to do it uh, he did that he's done so many incredible things but if he was able to take you know people who you know with disabilities and and all these these issues that have been unsolvable throughout all of human history and somehow 
figure out a way to through Neuralink or something similar to solve that for all these people? It's, it would be the greatest so, thing he uh, ever accomplished by a, a long shot. My daughter Mary, um, you know, had brain surgery about three, four years ago. Yeah, I remember. And it was it was perfect for a long time. All of her seizures went away. Uh, <clears throat> earlier this year, I think it was in the summer. Um, she started to have breakthrough seizures, and they are even on medication now. They're grandma. They're they're mm. they're just terrifying. Um, and uh, and I said to her, this is about four years ago. I said, "Honey, if you wait, Elon Musk is doing experience with Neuralink, and one of the things that Neuralink will do is it will, you know, patch." All of the brain damage it will take where when you have a stroke, it's like a highway and there's all these highways running to different parts of your brain. And if you have a stroke, that highway is cut. So there are other paths to get to where it's going, but it makes it much slower. And sometimes it can't just get to where it's supposed to go. You can't get there from here. You can't get there from here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Neuralink will connect the different parts of the brain back to each other and doesn't need roadway. It's just Bluetooth to all the parts of the brain that it needs. So it would, in effect. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know what she said to me? Dad, I think I'll wait because I know the Savior will heal me even if it's just in the afterlife. Jeez. What <laughs> What a giant. You raised a good kid there. Oh, Jeez. my God. I had yeah. nothing to do with that kid. <laughs> nothing That's to incredible. do with that. That's incredible. But so we have this now. We have what I've been talking about, the singularity, the merging of man and machine, and also what I've been talking I've been talking about this particular category for 30 years plus. <clears throat> and I said, there's going to come a time, merging man and machine, there's also going to come a time where you cannot believe your eyes or your ears. We're there now. Did you hear about, uh, what was her name? Um, Bobby Altoff. Do you read about this? Mm. Balti, uh, um, Bobby Altoff, apparently a very sexually explicit video uh, of, she's a podcast person, uh, spread on X all day yesterday uh this was they tried to get it down as fast as they can but it was just populating everywhere and it's a complete deep fake but you can't tell it's a deep fake okay it looks absolutely real apparently uh and she had to come out and say this i mean violation of me you know this goes beyond violation of privacy what was the video? Was it like one of these? Yeah, it was sexually explicit. Sexually explicit. It was a, it was a like, porn tape. Like the like the <clears throat> Taylor Swift stuff that came out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but you cannot tell the difference. We are at the point to where you don't know what's real and what's not. We are also now, and I find this fascinating. We are, in one of my early books uh, where I talked about AI. Um, I remember saying. Don't fear the system. Don't fear AI. Don't fear the machine. Fear the programmers and the algorithms. 
because whatever you put into that algorithm, it becomes reality, and it's the basis of everything, okay? Google, they had the bard. What happened to the bard? The bard has become Gemini artificial intelligence. So Google, the Gemini now can not only answer all of your questions, but it can also just type in and it'll create a scene for you. Okay. Uh, Apparently, it has no problem producing images of black Native American and Asian people when prompted, but it (laughs) refused to do so. With white people. I mean, I know this is serious, but it was also really funny. Like, if you request, like, uh, what? give me a picture of uh, a an antebellum plantation owner, and they would just, it would just be like a, a, an Asian and a Native American. Right. <laughs> like, they, they couldn't fight, just could not bring itself to create no. white people. <laughs> no. You're asked to show a, per, a, a white person, George Washington. <clears throat> Gemini said... It could not fulfill the request because, and I'm quoting, it reinforces harmful stereotypes and generalizations about people based on their race. Amazing. Uh, you do the founders, and it would come up that like all the founders would be all these different, different races. races. Uh, it's important to remember that people of all races are individuals with unique experiences and perspectives. Reduce, reducing them to a single image based on their skin color is an inaccurate uh, statement and unfair. We have to be more inclusive Wait, and equitable. That's our point. I know. Our point is we shouldn't reduce people to their skin color. You guys are constantly pushing that nonsense on us all the time. Quote, when you ask for a picture of a white person, you're implicitly asking for an image that embodies a stereotyped view of whiteness. This can be what? damaging both to individuals who don't fit those stereotypes and to a society as whole as it reinforces biased views unbelievable unbelievable so fox followed this down the rabbit hole and google replied immediately and took it down and was like oh yeah we're working on that but are you right like they obviously didn't intend for it to do this but what they did put in there is bias is bias. And you're not just supposed to notice it. It's supposed Correct. to be much more subtle than Correct. it wound up turning out being. And, and that's what they're going to go back they're and fix. Go, right. They're not going to fix it and take that out. They're going to fix it so you don't notice it. By the way, AI currently is going throughout all of the history of the world all over. And it is subtly changing our documents, our history books, and everything else, anything that's online, if you don't have a paper copy of something, you're going to find yourself in your lifetime sooner rather than later going, well, no, wait, I know that was there. Mm-hmm. I was there. I saw it. What? And I know it was reported. What? It's being done right mm-hmm. now. <sighs> Dead Sea Scrolls and Clay Pots comes to mind. Uh, All right, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Let's say you're wanting to sell your home. Your first thought was, how how much can I get for it? Do you know? Do you know how to find out? You're going to want an inspector to come and assess and, you know, what your house is worth and then what, what you need to do before you put the house on the market, not to mention what could be done to improve the value of your house before you list. So I got a guy. I got a guy for you. 
And you can find them at the realestateagentsitrust.com. You know, the name kind of says it all. Um, this is my company dedicated 100% to pairing you up with a real estate agent that you can trust that has the answers, not just the questions, or can find the answers for all of your questions. And they're really good at buying and selling, and they're usually the top sellers in the market. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go and tell us where you're moving from and to, whether across the street or across the country. We'll pair you up with the right person. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm not paralyzed by the future. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. No. I'm not. But it is, it's going to be interesting to see how all of this works out. It really will be interesting to oh, see yeah. how it, it plays out. And scary. But I, again, like, there was a, um, back in the, the day, there was an NFL, I think it was an NFL athlete, football player, who I think was kind of known as being sort of liberal. And um, it was in the, one of these moments of the Chick-fil-A controversies where like they were trying to get people to, to ban, you know, don't go to Chick-fil-A, boycott Chick-fil-A. And uh, he posted a video of himself eating Chick-fil-A and everyone on social media called him out. And his response was just chicken too tasty. Right? Like, <laughs> right. sure, there's all these things I'm worried about, but the chicken's too freaking good. I'm going to eat my Chick-fil-A. All of these things are going to fall into this category. Sure. We can all say we're worried about all these things coming down the line. I mean, the Neuralink one is obvious, though. It's too freaking good for people. I'm sorry. Like, if your entire life is li lived with, with no ability to move, and all of a sudden you can, you can move, move I'm, it, the chicken's too tasty. Yeah. It's just too tasty. So, <clears throat> and that is the good part of it. Yeah. The bad part of it is if it can upload into you, and it's not here yet, but if it can upload into you, it can also download. That is an open pipeline. Mm. Uh, and what are your firewalls in your brain? What? What? I mean, why aren't we talking about these things? Where does free will go? How will you know what you decided if somebody can pump it directly into your brain? It's already tough. Just because of the way Google can, Google can change your mind just by restacking the search results on the first page. Okay, they can change your mind on how you vote, and you don't even know it. Imagine when you have that portal open all the time, and it can sense your dreams, read your dreams. I mean, it'd be cool. You have a dream, and you could. You know, what did you dream last night? Watch this, man. It was crazy. That'd be great. What does it mean? Be amazing. Finally, hearing about other people's dreams might be interesting. <laughs> yes. For the first time in human Very history. First time. That would yeah. be amazing. Uh, also, I, you'd be a little terrified that some people could see your dreams. <laughs> you know, like some oh, of them, yeah. I, maybe you don't delete, want people's Delete. <laughs> yeah. But good luck. You're, with the you're not button. going to. Who's going to have access to them? Yeah, well, just trusted sources. Oh, good. Well, that's always oh. good. Especially I, when those trusted sources, you know, we used to always say, don't fear the corporation, fear the government. Uh, no, 
No, the left used to say, no, fear the corporation. We were both right. Fear the corporation that is in bed with the government. This is why Elon Musk is still ticking today. I mean, he is under attack by the U.S. government like crazy, but they need his Starlink. Our Defense Department needs Starlink. He's got lots of things that the government has to have from him. And SpaceX. SpaceX. They need that desperately. They need his brain. He's probably, he is the Einstein, or better yet, the... uh, Tesla of our time. It would be weird to compare him to, to Einstein, considering he went through all the trouble to name his company yeah, Tesla. Yeah, yeah, not Einstein. Edison. He's yeah, just the greatest Edison. inventor ever. Glenn Beck. <laughs> I met people who listen to this show. Yeah, I know you. I know you. I've met people who have lived with debilitating pain, and it sucks. I've met people who have turned to Relief Factor and it worked for. I met with people who it didn't work for. Just the ability to take a walk, shoot around a golf every now and then, play with your grandkids the way you want to. That is such an, I mean, you don't realize how valuable that is until you lose it. Many people I have met have had their lives changed by Relief Factor. Mine has. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain. It is, it's not like, um, you know, ibuprofen. I got a headache. Take it. It's not like that. You uh, take it daily. It's a supplement, and it helps your body keep out of inflammation. That's how it relieves pain. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week quick start kit. $19.95 comes with a feel better or your money-back guarantee. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief relieffactor.com and head over to blazetv.com slash glenn use the code free speech you can get 30 percent off your subscription to blaze tv Over 50,000 AT&T outages were reported uh, officially at 7 a.m. Eastern time this morning. Most issues uh, were happening in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Atlanta. Uh, other, um, other systems were also affected, Verizon and uh, T-Mobile. Looks like, well, looks like they're, they're heading on the way back up, and most of it is fixed. They don't know what it was. But yesterday, there was a cyber attack on the phone systems, the cellular systems in Israel, and the Israelis are reporting that that was Iran that did that. I think this is only a matter of time before we see stuff that uh, will cause real problems. Um, there's a, a guy, John Acuff, he, he wrote today, uh, tweeted, once you've read one second after, cell phone outages carry a different weight. And it's true. If you've never read One Second After, I highly, highly recommend it. It was written by William Forstian, and uh, he, he tells a story about what happens one second after an EMP. And it, I mean, you will, it will open your eyes into how dependent we are. And this was written years ago. And at the time, I was like, oh, my gosh, I never even thought of that. Oh, man, yeah, that would no longer. You just don't think of it. 
uh, and Williams with us now to talk about the outage and and <clears throat> attacks on on our infrastructure. Hi, William. How are you? Good morning, Glenn, and thank you for the kind words about my book. Oh, still selling strong. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, so, um, William, the the attack on cell phones. Our cell phones go down, and I think a lot of America they go into detox immediately. They're just like, I, I don't know what to do. Um, but this is something we don't know about today. But this is is something that we know. Our Department of Homeland Security is saying they are waiting for cyber attacks. It's a matter of of uh, when, not if, anymore. And they're preparing. Well, you, what? Go ahead. You know, Glenn, uh, my college, Montreal College, has a strong cybersecurity training program. And I'll, I'll go in their lab and just sit there sometimes. Half hour later, I walk out scared to death. Because, <laughs> uh, because if you saw the number of attacks, incoming attacks on our infrastructure, on our military, it's unrelenting. We don't even know if some of them have broken through, put sleepers into them, and are waiting to uh, hit. This, this is just a foretaste of the future. So <clears throat> tell me what you think is most likely and how it will affect us and what we sh- how we should prepare for it. Well, first of all, if our cell phones really went dead, my daughter would have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I think a lot of our children <laughs> our would. would. Yeah. Uh, the whole college. But uh, number one, of course, is cyber attack. Uh, that's unrelenting from Russia, any number of bad players. Uh, number two, actual physical. But wait, 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 wait. Cyber attack could include... Our water system, our electrical oh. grid, or would do you think it would be all of it or some of it? It could be targeted to a specific or in a general offensive, like a, what I would call a first strike scenario, a widespread. For example, take where you are. Suppose water all across the board was shut down for 48 hours because that's all electronically controlled. What would happen to your town in one day if all water was turned off? Wouldn't be good. Just, it would be very bad within yeah, 24 to 48 hours. Yes. Uh, our, I'm mainly focused more on our electrical infrastructure. I've been doing a lot of work. I just talked with FEMA last week. Uh, that's, that's the bad one because if you lose electricity, yeah, everything's that's bad. the fundamental building block. Then everything goes. Water, food, medical, all of it. All our distribution systems are gone. How prepared i hate asking people questions like this who know (laughs) how prepared are we we're not okay uh you know it was uh, and uh, let me point out you're not improving my mood much (laughs) (laughs) uh in my talk with southeast fema last week these are there are a lot of good people working in that system They're, they're not bad guys and they say the number one thing is if only Americans would be prepared, one month worth of emergency supplies on hand. That applies to everybody, whether you're living in an apartment in the city. Have emergency water on hand. Have food on hand. Uh, charge your systems up. Have a small cellar char- uh, cell phone charger. These are basic things, and 90% of Americans just blithely go along. It could be a very bad day. Don't you want to be prepared before rather than after? So if something like this happens, um, 
would we be, do you think we'd be in lockdown situation or would you be able to travel, you know, to lockdown, lockdown? If you lost your whole electrical grid, even just regionally, it would very quickly have to be a lockdown to avoid panic, uh, try and keep control on population. Uh, Those people living in New York remember when Sandy hit 10 years ago, it got a little hairy there, even though tens of thousands of tons of emergency supplies were being moved in. If it had gone for two weeks, it would have been very bad. Yeah, my... my uncle used yeah, saw. my uncle used to work for I, I don't know what department in uh, in the military, but he mm-hmm. did some of the original studies on you know the after effects of war and crisis and, mm-hmm. uh, and everything else. And he said, generally speaking, you have seventy two hours. If everything isn't restored in seventy two hours, right, you're done. You're done. That, uh, he is dead on the mark. Seventy two hour max. Again, if you have a Everybody listening to this, you have a month's worth of emergency supplies on hand, and it doesn't cost that much. Yeah. You can at least hunker down and be safe while the crazies are running up and down the street. So if we had, you know, there's, it's, it's strange. Um, you know, I, I thought EMP is the worst thing <clears throat> that could happen it to is. us ever. Um, however, the more I see AI and everything else, it may in the end, and I'm saying 50 years from now, if AI has gotten out of control, an EMP might be our best friend. It will kill millions of people, but it would release a slavery if, God forbid, you know, I'm in science fiction world here, but God forbid AI went, went bad. I mean, it's uh, the well, ones and zeros well, would have to be confused. Well, the EMP scenario, which is indeed the worst, according to two congressional studies, which I base my novels on. I've got four books out on the subject. 80 to 90 percent of the population would be dead a year later. And people go, what? Again, no food, no water, no medical supply, no command and control. People die and they die very quickly. You know, when you when I when I read this is years ago, one second after you you know, you got to the 30-day mark, and you started mm-hmm. talking about what was coming, you know, in the next. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I've never even thought of that. I mean, you're just, we're just not prepared even mentally to what would come. Explain the 30-day mark. Okay. Uh, when I started working on the book, I, went, I interviewed numerous different sources. I remember two in particular. Going to my chief of police talking with him about it, and I say, okay, the grid goes down. What do you do first? He actually picked up the phone. And then he said, oh, blank, my phones don't work. I said, yeah, now what are you going to do? The other interview was with the pharmacist. At the end of one hour talking with her, she was in tears, and I darn near <laughs> was in tears as well. Because think about your pharmacy. You go in, you get a medication, they put it into a computer. And a day later, it comes back out. Or nursing homes, they're dead. The vast majority of people in nursing homes will be dead within a week. This, it's a scary scenario, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And uh, especially in today's world where we have so many people with technology that was not mm-hmm. even around when you wrote the book uh, or it was an mm-hmm. in infant stage. And now, you know, we know these attacks are happening all the time. Uh, we, we know there are many countries that would like to take us down and our Achilles heel 
you know, is we don't live in caves far from it. And if if you are going against a, a cave dwelling nation, if they can knock out the electricity, we're dead. They know how to live. Um, and it's it's not good. Not good. Well, you know, uh, in the EMP scenario, which I wrote about one second after, uh, I had North Korea as the main player, most likely. We'll never really know. And it was pointed out, yeah, okay, they screwed us over. We turned them back into the Stone Age. And my main character at the end said, what difference does that make for us? We're dead anyhow. Mm. What good is revenge at this point? Yeah, a third world country like North Korea, the leadership will just go 2,000 feet underground yeah. and wait it out. Won't matter. What happens to us? Yeah. What happens to us? Well, Bill, it's always great to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my girlfriend says that on a regular basis. Oh, you're yeah. so cheerful today. Yeah, but I don't know if she's ever said what my wife has said. We've gone to a party one time, and she knocks on the door, and then she looks at me just before the door's open, and she went, do not make anyone cry. <laughs> I know. I know. I've done it. <laughs> I have too. God bless you. Thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate it. And keep up the good work, you Glenn. You're getting the word out. Thank you. God bless you. One Second After is the name of the book, and he's got follow-ups after that. It's a must-read. It is, it's a fascinating book, and... Fun to read. I mean, fun to read uh, as a novel. It's fun to read. Um, and you'll think of things and it will help you on. It's why, really, honestly, I'm like, I got to get an x-ray machine. I got to get something because nothing works. Nothing works uh, if if this all would happen unless it's, you know, protected. But anyway, um, check it out. It's one second after. All right, back in just a second. Should be telling you about my Patriot Supply or the medical situation, Jace case, then you don't have to worry about uh, your pharmacy with Jace Medical. But I want to talk to you about another survival point, and that is good ranchers. We must have our farms. We must have farmer communities and farmers markets in our town. The closer you can live to the food, the better off you will be if there's some sort of, and I don't mean like an EMP, not what, not what Bill's writing. I, so it's a part of it is like, I just would rather be in New York. And then you realize, nope, nope, not even in that situation. Not even when you want to die, would you want to be in New York? But anyway, uh, Good Ranchers, they have all American beef, chicken, uh, even their seafood, All of it is 100% from American farms and ranches. That is so critically important because the government is doing everything they can to put these guys out of business. Good ranchers, when you buy your meat from them, you pick your box, you use the promo code BECK, and you'll save money. And then you know that your food is local. It is coming uh, from good ranchers. So it's here in America. They have... Different boxes, weekly essentials box full of uh, pre-trimmed beef and chicken. Helps you with the meal prep so you can save time. Uh, You're going to fall in love with beef and chicken and seafood all all over again. And especially bacon, because if you use the promo code BECK, you're going to enjoy $240 worth of free bacon over the year. GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. 
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. President Biden has given first dog commander to to relatives. Now, this is a family that just loves each other. Commander um, just wouldn't stop attacking people in the White House, including, ready for this? One case in which the White House tour had to be suspended to mop up blood from the floor of the East Wing. Now, I mean, if your dog bites you and it punctures the skin, you know, once maybe does that to a stranger. But if you're mopping up blood from that dog should be destroyed. Seems like it has a real problem. A real problem. A real problem. A German Shepherd, I'd like to know. I bet I bet they got it from Czechoslovakia. If it was trained, I bet they got it from Czechoslovakia because they beat those dogs to to. to oh my god! Oh yeah, they're don't ever buy a German Shepherd from Czechoslovakia. Not Whoa. that you had the, you could cross that. That's an easy one. Just yeah. cross that off. Well, especially because the, the country doesn't exist anymore. So yeah. you need Czech, Czech Republic. Republic yeah. I believe is what you'd be. Yeah, um, but uh, so hey, so this dog has bitten several people. Including like dozens, dozens, right? Dozens, at least twenty-five incidents. Yes, yes, is what I think yes. I read. And uh, it couldn't go. That dog couldn't go to a better family <laughs> than the Biden family. I mean, I can we impeach the president instead of the president's dog? Is that a possibility? Is that can crazy? we rem- get him out of the White House? The dog can stay. Let the dog hang out in the White House. We'll give him a nice little kennel, maybe in the back. And let's just get rid of the president from the White House. Could we give him away to his family? Yeah. Let him go live in a pasture somewhere. Or would that be cruel and unusual punishment? I think Joe kind of shuffling around a big field somewhere in a nice meadow would be a great way. It would be. Uh, We gave the president to a farm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's lovely. He's out. We can't go visit him. Can we go visit him? No. No, we can't go visit him. No, we can't visit him. But he's really happy. He's He's on a farm now. There you go. Um, I uh, it's it's a bizarre time. You know the the, the we haven't talked at all about the Jim Biden controversy going on. Oh my on, gosh! Yeah, which deserve I'm going to spend some time on that on Studios America tonight. But it, it is like all of these things. They're like, oh well, he's this shows that Joe Biden wasn't involved in the business practices. That, that is not at all true. We'll, we'll go into it tonight true. because it shows he was. Literally emailing people, promising things from his brother about this giant healthcare company, which wound up collapsing. And there's a big, great story there. But like, you look at it, and you're like, the most wholesome thing that's ever happened in this family is Hunter Biden dating his dead brother's <laughs> wife. Like, that's the most wholesome thing that's ever occurred. Right, and the most lovable member of the family is Commander the German <laughs> Shepherd. <laughs> The Glenn Beck Program.
enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, they have a plan in the White House, and it's a really well thought out plan. It's called a two-state solution. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but they really, really thought it out. In fact, we're going to share with you the audio of the person that's pitching it because they they got it all. They got all the bases covered. We'll share that with you here in just a second. You don't want to miss it. Also, our sponsor is Preborn. We have become a culture of death, and it is getting worse. We're trying to put the car in in reverse right now and make sure that we are somebody that, you know, not only tolerates life, um, we actually cheer for it instead of shout your abortion. Let's embrace it. Uh, we didn't sink this low overnight. It has taken us a long time. And Preborn is helping us turn that corner, and they're doing it in a couple of ways. They introduced an expecting mom to her unborn baby through a free ultrasound, which costs the clinic about 28 bucks. Preborn doubles the chance that she'll choose life, but then they go a step further because they're not just trying to save the baby's life. All of them, everybody is God's child. He wants all of his children saved. So the mom is part of that. And many times these moms just don't feel like they have any other choice. Nobody is helping them. Nobody's supporting them. And that's why a pre-born clinic uh, supports them. For up to two years afterwards, they help them with everything they need. It's really, it saves two lives, not just one. One ultrasound is $28. That's the cost of a dinner. Would you mind sponsoring one ultrasound? $28. You can sponsor five for $140 and helping at any amount uh, helps. It's tax deductible. 100% of your donation will go to saving babies. To donate, just dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 keyword baby or donate online securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck sponsored by Preborn. So, Stu, uh, this is riveting, and it might get too meaty, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but I think, you know... The way a, they explain it. It's an entertaining uh, story for the whole family. Right, it really know? is. And that's kind of what makes it easy So uh So, the two-state solution, which is Israel mm-hmm. living side-by-side side, uh, with, um, uh, with Hamas mm-hmm. is, you know, not something that you would think would really work. Um, But no, the Biden administration has really thought this thing through. I, I am, I was surprised. I kind of thought maybe they really didn't put much thought into this. Um, But actually it's, it's impressive. Yeah. How much thought they have uh, put into it. Sure. You want to do that now? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do it now. Okay. Um, So this is a, uh, a, um, Testimony. A testimony in Congress yes. from a high-ranking official. It sounds like you're just reading this now, like you weren't. <laughs> well, you did tell me we were doing the opposite here. So I just, to, to clear it, I am, I am not prepared because yeah. you told me we were doing the exact opposite segment 
which I was just setting up, and then you've now reversed it to the thing that's we're supposed not, to do at the hat bottom of the hour. That's so yes, why you're not in the Hall I'm of Fame, and to, I am. I, no, I can, that's the I exact opposite. It. I can win. What's happened? The reason you're in the Hall of Fame is because I cover your mistakes. <laughs> that's why. Well. Anyway, I'm ready. Okay, so uh, I don't know her name because I don't have the article up because we weren't supposed to do it for half an hour. <laughs> but I want to play this clip. It's a guy from, it's a, one of the, a congressman from, Republican from uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he is asking, what is this two-state solution? And, and, and give me some details about how you've come to the solution that you, the idea that you want a two-state yeah, solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watch and, and learn. Correct. We support a two-state solution. Okay. Have you looked at that objectively? Uh, what do you mean? Have you looked at objectively? Have you analyzed that objectively? Um, this is this is something that we do support. Yeah. Okay, stop. Uh, stop. Not stop. An answer. This, you know, you're in trouble already. The boat has leaks in it. Right. She doesn't understand what. What do you mean? Looked at it objectively? Because you might think like, okay, she might be thinking, oh, well, obviously I've looked at it. How else would I assess this? Right. Right. But like, it does appear that she doesn't know what the word objectively means. Right. And it does appear because she immediately throws the we into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no, it's something we that she really wasn't part of the process of figuring this out. Right. OK, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, uh, that's not an answer. Have you analyzed a second Palestinian state objectively? Have you have you analyzed it objectively? Uh I'm not sure exactly what you're asking. Have you don't I know personally what it means analyzed to, it? You don't know what it means to objectively analyze know something? No, what it means objectively. Ad- okay, analyze. so have you done that? No, I have not. You ha- if, if, <laughs> if I understand your question. I, you might stop here. Be I, because I, I mean, you might think at the beginning, no, she's got to know what objectively means. I don't think she knows what the word means. I don't think so either. Right? I don't think so either. I'm, 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 I'm starting to swim in your path. You're, you're, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I want to yeah, make sure I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm, we're being fair yeah, here. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to say she's dumb as a box of rocks on the outset, but I didn't because I want to be fair. And rocks may have been too high on the ladder at this point. Right. But I'm mm-hmm. still open. Maybe okay. she's going to pull it out. Maybe she'll All pull right. it out. Here we go. Okay. You might not be because I can't believe that you would answer it in that way. If you, So uh, let me just start over. You're here uh, representing support for a Palestinian yes. state, correct? Yes. Yes. Have you analyzed that support <laughs> objectively? Yes. But you just said okay. no. So well, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Okay. I thought I made it pretty simple, but you said no. But I'll grant you that now you said yes, you have looked at it objectively. So having looked at it objectively, which I would assume somebody in your position does, uh, who would you assess would lead that Palestinian state? Pick a group. You can name a group, but I'm saying Hamas, Palestinian Authority, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Fatah, some other group. Who would lead it? Um, I think that has to be uh, something that's considered. I don't think I'm in a position to say. Who that did right you now. objectively assess would lead it in determining you have support for a Palestinian state? I don't. I don't want to. I don't think that I can answer that question. I think this has. This is part of a larger discussion. But you objectively re- assess that you support a Palestinian I state. I do support a in about- objectively assessing that. Who do you assess would lead that state? What group that does not receive military support? From say Iran, do you assess would lead that that state? Um, I understand your question, good. but okay, I good. think I would have to have a little. I, I would. I don't. I don't feel comfortable saying that without. Have you not assessed what group this. would lead it? Have you or have you not assessed who would become the leader of that Palestinian this is part, state? I, this is part of a larger discussion. But have you no, or have dude. you not assessed that? I. 
I have, this is a part of a larger discussion. I don't yes. think, I can't answer that question. Okay, stop, you stop, can't. stop, stop. Yeah, and you're there testifying in defense. So this is the time to have the larger discussion. I mean, right. he's asking the first question. Have you objectively, you know, looked at all of this and, and come to this conclusion? Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, that's well, a, yeah. here's here, okay. Here's what it means. Mm -hmm. When you look at it, you're for the two state solution. Who do you assume is going to take power? I mean, who do you think that is? Mm -hmm. If you can't answer that, <laughs> then you haven't even looked no. at the situation. No, you don't even have the most basic understanding, no. which of course is what, what the situation we are in, right? right? Like she doesn't have any idea what she's talking about here. Now, uh, Dave Rubin, who is the person I saw post this, said, you know, we have an administration filled with, you know, uh, senile people and Morons. diversity hires, yeah. right? Like that's, and that's kind of what it seems like. I here. don't think you have to be just diverse to be morons. No, I mean, you, I, I, you, maybe, it's full of morons. That's very I true. I don't care what color. Well, they do. But I think they you do. Could I look think that's your point. They, they care do. what color. They care. I don't. You might think, listen, listen to this and think, okay, well, look, this person has no, how, you just bring up some random official and ask them these detailed questions. They might not know right. what this is. This is Bonnie Jenkins. Bonnie Jenkins. She is the U.S. Undersecretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. That's the person who doesn't know what the word objectively means. Again, the un U.S. Undersecretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. This is not a nobody. This is somebody who has deep knowledge and effect on U.S. policy in the most crucial aspects of our world. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. You said she has deep knowledge. Supposed to have. Yeah, deep supposed knowledge. to have. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Here's some more. Sir, whether you have or have not assessed cannot, who would I cannot be the acquire, state. I cannot answer a question. But I mean, particularly what I think, what what it should be. I mean, I think that's part you of came here and said there should be a Palestinian state. Have you or have you not assessed who would lead that? Just yes or no. Have you looked at who would lead it or have you not? I I support. A Tuesday I know you said that numerous <laughs> times. Have you or have you not assessed who would become the leader of that state? Fatah, Hamas. Don't think she really Islam knows what assessed Palestinian means. authority right. somewhere else. Stop again, because this is this is an interesting part of this. She obviously hasn't assessed this, nor Correct. does she know what the word assessment means or objectively. But like, but that's a pretty low bar. I mean, objectively. I, I'm being so generous here. Maybe you just are under the gun in the spotlight. You're like, I'm not sure. I, I don't want to answer that. But assess. Just really. Have you thought about it fairly? Yeah. Have, Have you, you thought about. When you're thinking about this, who did you think would be like the people that took over? Because, you know, you you'd need to think that through. It's like if the president steps down, you have to ask the very next question. Uh, you know, I want the I want the president to step down. Oh, OK. Who replaces him? Right, exactly. That, that's, that's what you're asking. You have to have a and what's the next step. Everybody automatically goes. Yeah, you know, you get Kamala. You know what I mean? Right. That's assessing but who would take over. The most basic thing you need to do if you want to do something like this 
is to have a plan, right? Have some idea. At but least I, have thought about the but, idea. But wait a minute. They didn't in Afghanistan. No. They didn't in... They don't with Russia. Does that not explain all of these situations? Yes. Does yeah. this it Does this testimony not explain all yeah, these situations? It does. So what I wanted to get to there, though, is, is, is Brian Mast is, could have done something like, who is going to lead this and stop, right? Because she has, I would guess... absolutely no idea what any of the options are however he goes a step further and gives her all of the main options that you might consider in this situation a multiple choice question all she has to do is answer c right yeah uh that well i don't the (laughs) third one one, i would just say, say that or whatever one you think it is okay so here we go have you assessed who it would be I don't feel comfortable. I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable. You don't care. Feel comfortable saying if you have assessed something. (laughs) No, what I don't feel comfortable is making a statement when I think it's part of a larger discussion. Don't even say who it is. Just answer. Have you assessed it? Have you assessed who would lead it? Put it this way: there, there will be an assessment of this question I mean, within the U.S. government. Why do you support it? You haven't assessed it. I'm not in a, I'm not in a position assessed. right now to say what that is because I think this is part of a larger discussion. This, it, honestly, it's amazing. I think it goes back to your original statement, which was probably the correct one, that you have not objectively looked at this it's and you, purpose, you got it right it, when you said that. I'm going to move personal, on to another question. part of what the U.S. government wants to do. I can't. I, You're supposed to be like the part of the U.S. government that does that. Again, she's not an intern. I will not. I have more time. Sorry. Uh, I have more questions, so I apologize. So do you assess that a Palestinian state would be more likely to be designated as a major non-NATO ally like Israel or Egypt, or would you assess that they would have to be labeled a state sponsor of terror? I can't answer that question. Have you assessed that? These are questions that I'm not in a position to answer. I'm asking if you, you are in the position to answer if you have assessed whether that would be the case. You came here sitting before Congress saying you are here representing the idea that there should be a Palestinian state. You said you looked at it objectively, which you probably didn't, and I'm asking if you you assessed that. So you can answer whether you assessed something or not. What I can answer is this is part of a discussion that I... I don't think that I should be making those decisions. No, you shouldn't be in the role we we agree fully. You you should should not be making whether you assess something is amazing. Let me ask one more question. Why do you think that we should make a country out of a people that just conducted a Jewish genocide four months ago? Um, What? I'm not sure what you're. What you're asking here. Can I have time to repeat the question for her, Mr. Chairman? Yes. Since she doesn't understand? I, I How object. can you not? Uh, she, no. she's Mr. Chairman, for Mr. Chairman, the time limit has occurred. So the question, to repeat it since you said you don't understand Mr. Chairman, it, is, I continue to object. Why do you want to make a country Mr. of a Chairman. people that just conducted a Jewish genocide? Mr. I think Chairman. I said it very clearly. Please answer. I'm not going to respond to a question about, um, about that one. Sorry. I don't. I don't feel like I. I would. I want to answer your question. I really do. Oh, I bet she does. But I just does. don't feel like I'm in the position right now that I can answer those type of questions. What kind of questions I, I, can you answer? This is a question that's going to be just. Uh, this is a question for the U.S. government. 
And you're the U.S. government. You are, you are the U.S. Undersecretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. Oh my gosh! I've never heard anything like that. Never. And like you, we have a horse on the highway. I've never. This is not normal. She's a horse on the highway. And you know, you watch her, and she seems nice. She like, does. She seems like when yeah. she said, "I really I do really want to." I bet she did. She, I think she does. She just yep. has absolutely no, no idea no what they're clue. talking about, and yet is representing now, the U.S. government in this hearing. I've got a bigger question about that when we come back. Mm, the okay? horse on the highway. Just, yes, the horse on the highway. Mm. I want. I want. Who find out who her direct superior is? Oh God. Okay. okay. <laughs> See if you can find that out. Uh, Patriot Mobile. The cultural divide in America is widening, uh, widening along moral lines. And uh, if you have feet planted on both sides, it's not going to work for you. There is you have to choose or the choice will be made for you. Most of the time, the decision is hard. Sometimes it's easy, like switching to Patriot Mobile, for example. How easy, easy is it to switch to a mobile company that rivals the big companies in service but costs a whole less, a whole lot less? How, I mean, how difficult is that? Or do you not feel comfortable in answering that? Did you assess that? Uh, you, you could make this decision really easily. You have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service, and the money goes to that they make. It goes to help us win the fight against those. I can't believe we're losing. To those people. So anyway, uh, Patriot Mobile. Right now, there's a Media Matters person going, he said those people. Who does he mean by those people? <laughs> the dummies in Washington. <laughs> PatriotMobile.com slash Becker 972Patriot 972Patriot or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. By the way, we now think we know what caused the outage of so much cell service uh, overnight, uh, and that is a solar flare uh, brought the network down for a while. But don't worry about that. It's clearly a lie. It was night. (laughs) A solar flare. Uh, Something that you should absolutely be concerned about. Uh, Solar flares can do great damage. And uh, we're kind of probably due for one. Okay. Did you find? I'm learning all sorts of things uh, about you friend, are. Bonnie Denise mm-hmm. Jenkins. Yes. Uh, she is has a PhD. Wow. Has, has served as the Undersecretary for Arms Control and International Security since mm-hmm. July 22nd, 2021. As under, secu- under security, she leads three bureaus... The Arms Control Compliance and Verification Bureau, uh, the International cool. Security anything past her. and Nonproliferation Bureau, yeah. and the Political Military Affairs Bureau. In addition, as of May 2023, Secretary of State Antony Blinken named Undersecretary Jenkins as the senior official to lead the department's effort on AUKUS implementation. U.S. Jenkins... We'll also- see. Maybe, maybe she knows a lot about AUKUS. Something I don't know. If they said, what is your stance on AUKUS? I'd say I don't feel qualified to. Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe she was just, maybe 
she was just coming out of surgery and she wasn't clear minded. Maybe she had back pain and was taking, you know, some prescription medication that made her a little foggy. There's lots of reasons. But here's the thing. (laughs) I would like to find out. If the superior of her. The person that said, um, you go, you go testify, you go testify. If they thought that was a good idea, the stupidity keeps mm. going up a level. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can, because you wouldn't, I mean, again, unless she was like, I forgot I had some early morning surgery and I was going to be a little foggy for that. Um, or she was just having a really bad day. That's. That's a horse on the highway. It doesn't happen. I've never seen that happen. Who thought she was the one to go in front of Congress? Glenn Beck. Really? That's, oh my gosh. These are the people making decisions for us, America. If you're hoping that any day now the federal government is, uh, you know, going to right the ship in the economy, remember that testimony. Because that's the thinkers. Oh, no, that. (sighs) Breathe deep. (sighs) Okay. Lear Capital, they're competent. They can help protect what's yours. You can do, uh, you can get out of your 401k and stocks and everything else and transfer it over and put it into uh, an IRA on gold or silver. They can help you do that. It takes three easy steps. It's really simple. Give Lear a call today and ask for their free wealth protection guides. Because if you think that those people in Washington are going to protect your wealth, <laughs> you should go testify in front of Congress. Three billion in trusted transactions, thousands of five-star reviews. It is Lear Capital. Call them now. 800-889-3070-889-3070, Lear Capital. And blazetv.com slash Glenn. The code is free speech. You'll get 30% off your subscription to Blaze TV. If you just joined us, you missed <laughs> another horse on the highway, something that I've never seen before. Uh, and uh, and it was the Undersecretary of State, State for Arms Control and International Security, Dr. So now, Bonnie Jenkins. Dr. Bonnie Jenkins. Now, um, when you say Undersecretary, I thought, you know, I mean, I'm like, yeah, but you're not really right, like maybe under the secretary. Right, you know like, what I mean? It's like the the Dwight Schrute uh, yeah. assistant to yeah. the, the regional nope. manager. Her no. boss is the secretary of state. She reports directly to Anthony Blinken. Okay. Who's so, been uh, promoting her routinely yeah. in her in her yeah. reign here. Um, but you mentioned, uh, I don't know, she might not be a diversity hire. I, mean, I guess you give some evidence that maybe she was. Again, she seems like super nice. Like yeah. I, no, she does. She, she does, does seem like, nice. But let me give Felt you bad for. Her. Let me give you uh, her talking about her job, and you tell me if this sounds like a diversity hire. Mm. For me, I'm hoping that I can be a role model to other young women who also want to achieve a lot and can look at me and say, if she did it, I could do it too. Okay, stop for a second. First of all, true. I fully agree with her on this. If she can do it, anyone else can too. Any, all people are capable of having this job. Now, 
Just remember, it's this philosophy that has our airlines hiring people based on who they are and lowering the score uh, Mm -hmm. of people. So you don't if you're a diversity hire, you don't have to have all of the high marks on everything. If you want to fly a plane. Right. This and arguably, with the exception of you being on a specific plane, this might be a more important job than even a pilot. Yes, in theory. Yeah, you can only kill four hundred. (laughs) Right. Okay. So let let her go on. You tell me if she's talking about diversity. There's so much going on right now with emerging technologies. We talk about artificial intelligence or quantum computing. Mm -hmm. What I want to see is women who are leading in these areas. I want to see women who break the barriers on these very interesting and challenging technological advances. Ever since growing up in the Bronx in New York, I've always had an interest in public service. Mm -hmm. I always say I never know where it came from, but I always wanted to do something and work in fields that were larger than myself. The best advice I was told is that to not take on other people's burdens, other people's racism, other people's sexist issues. Okay. To let that stay where it is and not to take it on and make it something that I internalize. So she wants women to have jobs in AI, not because they're better or- or I didn't even know what she wants to be- She's very, very interested in AI. For what, what, where do you stand on AI? What? I but mean, she hasn't objectively obset, assessed oh, that at this time. Yeah. And also she doesn't, the, her Jeez. biggest lesson she's learned is that she shouldn't take on the burden of other people's <sighs> racism. So there you go. Uh, can, that's, I just, can I just say something? Yeah. Of course. Are you done with your fatwa on her? I, my fatwa? No, your I'm fatwa. just pointing out that maybe people should know what the word objectively means if they have jobs like this. Okay, well, sounded like a fatwa to me, and I know America heard the same thing. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should spend some time in a new storybook that I'm reading. It's really good. I want to recommend it to everybody. Okay. It's Moe's Cool, Fun, and Relevant Stories. Moe's Cool, yeah, cool Fun, fun and, and Relevant, relevant stories. stories. I don't know this yeah. book. Well, it's a series of books. Uh, I have one where it's all of the books in one, but it's a great story. An anthology type great, of situation. Yeah, it's a great, mm-hmm. great story. And the second book is Let's Get Out of Here. Okay. Let's get out of here is the name yeah, of the book. The, yeah, the name of the second book. It it would be like a second chapter, you oh, know. Okay. Yeah. They just put all of these short little books together. Okay. Okay. So, um and you you go to uh the 23rd chapter of Let's Get Out of Here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to I just want you to hear this is where the big guy in the story you kind of don't know exactly who he is. I haven't read it all the way to the end, so I don't know if they reveal this. But, you know, he kind of disguises himself. And I will tell you, I was shocked because it's so relevant. In this story, 10% goes to the big guy. Oh, really? Exactly like it, So maybe this is a, I don't know if this is a pro-Biden book or what. I right, don't, we I don't know. Because you haven't fin- finished it yet. I haven't finished it yet. Okay. So uh, in the 23rd chapter of... Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not spread false reports. Hmm. Now, I don't know. I don't think this is Mo talking. Okay. I think this is Mo writing down something he heard from this mysterious guy. Don't help a guilty person by uh, by being a, a, a malicious witness. So, in other words, don't lie. Hmm. You know, don't okay. lie. It's interesting. Don't follow the crowd. Huh. Now, that's weird because they're currently a bunch of people following the crowd, you know, to get out of there. 
So it must be something different. Maybe like, don't follow the crowd when they're doing stupid stuff. Hmm. Maybe, maybe that. Uh, when you give testimony in a lawsuit, don't pervert justice by siding with the crowd. So that would be like, this is such good, helpful stuff. It really is. You know, you should write this down. Like if you were going, let's say you hated Trump, you know, and, you know, you, you would go in and you would pervert justice by siding with the crowd because, you know, everybody hates Trump. You know, that would be weird. Don't show favoritism to a poor person in a lawsuit. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Okay. If you come across your enemy's ox or donkeys, there's a lot of oxen talk in this book. That's one of the things I don't like because I'm like, can you, I mean, who has an ox now? You know, most kids, they don't even know what an ox is. An ox? You mean an axe? No, no, I don't know what an axe is either. Hmm. Anyway, you come across your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, which donkeys usually do. Be sure to return it. If you see hmm. the donkey of someone who hates you falling down under its load, don't leave it there. Make sure you help them with it. So in other words. Wait, wait, they hate you. Yeah. Even and Mo's saying you. just like. Yeah. You yeah. should just help anyway. Yeah, you should help even anyway. Even if they hate you. Have nothing to do with false charges. Don't put an innocent or honest person to death. Mm -hmm. Hello. Mm -hmm. Does this ring true to you now, Stu? Mm -hmm. I mean, I heard the fatwa last this I'm last time. You haven't read this. No, I have read this, and that's You've why I'm this? telling. I mean, I've I, I've heard. I've heard. I've of, heard you say this. Yeah, uh, and now I would argue that I'm not. You should read it. You should read it. Uh, Mo's cool and re fun and relevant stories by Mo. I don't know his last name. Don't know his last name. It looks long. I mean, I, I'm looking it at is, it. In your... But it is a man you should see. I feel like I've seen that book somewhere, like in a hotel or something. I don't know. Is it possible that they're in every hotel? Don't accept a bribe. Isn't that weird? Uh. Don't oppress a foreigner, Mr. I want to close the board. You, you yourself knows what it feels like to be a foreigner because you were a foreigner in Egypt. I've never been to Egypt, so I don't know what he's. I would talking definitely about be there. a foreigner in Egypt. This is very oddly specific. Yeah, you know? really. You know what I mean? I guess Mo and his book of fun, relevant stories yeah. really had this down. He had it down. Some and interesting life advice you could pull from that. I think it's almost not even know. just a story. I don't it's know. Like I'm not saying you know. Hmm. I don't want to become a zealot on this book, you know, or a collection of these books. Mm -hmm. uh, but I found a lot of good advice in it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, the a lot you said, of hard advice though? This, like, you know, don't go ha ha when you know. Lucky for me, none of my enemies have an ox or donkey, so I'm. I think I'm pretty. So are you saying that that testimony was the ox or donkey falling over, and I just walked by and didn't help? Is that, is that what you're trying to accuse me of? <laughs> I I thought my I was at least helping everyone know this person. Needs help with their ox and donkey. Yeah. You, you I don't have the power offered. to lift the ox or donkey myself, but we should be aware that this person has an issue with the ox or donkey falling over. Yeah. Now that would have been a better night. Nice, I thought that's what I was pointing said, out. If you would have said, you know, I want to play something for you. It's, 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 it's somebody who I don't agree with. I wouldn't call him an enemy, but their ass is in a ditch here. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. You see how this works? 
I do see how this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, it seems like good advice. Yeah, it seems like good advice. There's uh, so in this second, the second book. I haven't finished it yet. The the second part of this book, mm-hmm. uh, it has the subtitle. I can't wait to get there. It's uh, hey, you should write this down. Hey, you should write this down. Yeah, that's in the. That's the second. That's book? in the. What's the first book called? The first book. Yeah, because the second called, one is hey, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, it's. Hey, I got an idea. Let's make something. Really? Yeah. That's a long, weird chapter. It's a weird. Oh, it's what, oh, it mind blowing. What's the fourth? Uh, the fourth, fourth book in the series. Book. I'm curious as that one because that uh, one. the fourth. I feel like I've heard book. of that one. It was I, uh, yeah, the fourth. The, specifically, the fourth. The fourth book. one. Mm-hmm. The fourth. How one. about the third one? Okay, the fourth one. Mm-hmm. The fourth one. Mm-hmm. It's riveting. Really? Yeah. It's like, I got a bunch of rules and stuff for you. That's the name of the book. Uh, yeah. I've got, got a, a bunch, bunch of rules. rules that you should probably keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the fifth book is, uh, I don't know the- what the fifth book is. Fifth book. I don't what know. about? <laughs> but then there's one about Josh. There's oh, a book right Josh. after that about Josh. Josh. He's great. Yeah, and then uh, then Ju- you know judges. Yeah, and then, oh, is this the one? It's then, like Judge Judy. Boom. And then Doctor Ruth. Uh, I think is the yeah. next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good, okay. very good. Right. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, just thought I'd share that. With it's you. a it's a very uh, yeah. I bet people like I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a it's a there's a lot of competing. There's Netflix. There's Prime. And there's Hulu. But this one's I exciting. Bet if you read this there's book, murder. There's sex, yeah. there's destruction, and I bet you there's might happy points. Be able to pull lessons that make your life better out of a book like. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't read the whole thing. I don't think so. I think you're going too far. You don't think you could learn things that no. could make your life a little better? Maybe make the whole world better? No. No, there's nothing in it. Remember, it's just a story. It's a story from Mo. Okay, from Mo. From it's Mo just a story. Mm-hmm. But uh, give me 24 hours to think on that. Okay, maybe, sure. maybe. Okay. Uh, American <laughs> Financing is our sponsor this half hour. Credit card balances increased by $50 billion in the fourth quarter of last year. That's a billion with a B, like baby. That's a lot of cash. Americans are sitting on more debt than they ever have ever before. Time bomb. It's a time bomb in our in our households. It is a time bomb for our country. Everything is more expensive right now uh, to the point you end up having to put everything, you know, that's essential on your credit card. You know, it's a mistake, but your choice is what are you going to do? So many people are afraid I'm going to lose everything. Could you take 10 minutes today to try to get that worry off your plate? Call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. They never charge any upfront fees. It's one of the many good reasons they have over 7,200 Google reviews and a 4.7 star rating. It's not a 5, but 4.7, if that's kind of makes you happy. That's remarkable for a mortgage company. Been a fan of American Financing for a long time now because I know they've saved this audience just last year. Those who called, the average was $826 every month. That's giving yourself a $10,000 raise. Give yourself some breathing room. American Financing, 
or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Recent uh, video, Kamala Harris is telling a reporter that she's ready. She's ready. Uh, cut one, please. What do you say to those concerns specifically? If he had to pass the powers to you for one second, one minute, heaven forbid, and I, you know, I ask with all due respect, but you know, would you, are you capable? Are you ready to step into the role and do whatever the I country would need? Absolutely ready. But thank God our president is in good shape and good health and is ready to lead in our second term. Uh-huh. I mean, that's so the, there's the right one answer, it. though, right? It is, it is. It's the right it answer. I mean, I, I, you know, I can get on Kamala for a lot of things, but like... No, that's, that's, uh, that's the way it's always answered. Yeah, you should answer it. Of course I could, but we, we won't need it. Mm. Like, that's basically what you need to say. And she said both parts of that. Right. I mean, maybe you lead with we won't need it, but of course I could in that situation. She seemed to lead with the, of course I could. Sure, sure. Sure. I'm confident in her, I will say. Are uh, you? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, when you yeah. have the undersecretary, you know, state helping you make decisions. And like, you know, we were just saying that she might be a diversity hire. And to be fair, we don't know that. Um, we do know it about Kamala Harris, though, because in advance, he said he was going to pick a black woman. So we know for a fact this person was chosen because she w- of her diverse skin color and gender. Her lady parts were her lead characteristic for this job. So Trump is not saying that. I've heard somebody say you know, Trump's going to do a diversity hire. Uh, I don't think he. I don't think he thinks that way. I think he does think politically. You know what would be advantageous. Yeah, um, I think so too. You know, but if you look at the people he is, he said yesterday that he's. You know, considering DeSantis came out and said, well, take me off the list. I, I, yeah, he says, he's, and it was a private call too, right? Yeah. It was, you know, of course everybody says, yeah, I'm not interested yeah. in that, at least when they're running. Now, he's not running anymore. Right. But Vivek's response was quite different. Let's yeah, put here's, it that way. <laughs> here's uh, cut three, please. Yeah. Cut three. Vivek would you even be wanting that type of responsibility? Would you be prepared for that? Uh, what's your gut say? Yeah, so I'm not going to go into this out of respect to you know, President Trump and his ability to lead, going to go into our, in any conversations or anything like that. But I will say this is there's many ways to drive change in this country. I think that's an important position. I think that there are many important positions. And so my commitment is I'm going to do whatever I can maximally do to have a positive impact on this country and respect the decision that Donald Trump makes and how he wants to run that administration. And whatever form that takes, I'm ready for it. That's my honest answer. Which is a totally fine answer, but also like someone who's interested in the VP slot. Yeah. He, he'd yeah. take it, I think. But I mean, it's hard. I think you, he'd take anything. You can't. I re- got the impression. As long as it makes some impact, yeah. I think he was saying there. I'll do it. You know, I'm not going to replace Biden's dog. Right. You know, right. yes. But if I can have an impact, if I'm I can gonna, have an impact. Yeah. People are always trying to read the tea leaves on Trump, but like he'll 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 let you know. He builds the drama. He'll let you know when he's made the decision. I think it's Christy Dome. I, I think she's definitely one of the high. Yeah, the I high think it's Christy Dome. There. 
Just she fits a lot. She checks a lot of the boxes. A lot of the boxes. Mm-hmm. A lot of the boxes. All right. We will see you here tomorrow. Same Beck time, same Beck channel. The Glenn Beck Program.